Hello and welcome to another Save Station Reacts. This time we're talking about the state of play that aired as of recording, what, 30 minutes ago? Um, on February the 25th, 2021. I am your usual host, Dustin, and with me this time is our other host, Connor. Hello there. How's it going? I'm doing alright. So... Yes, as I said, we're talking about State of Play. Uh, I recorded a predictions episode. Uh, I did a solo one. So you, you didn't get to be a part of that. I want to know, was there anything you expected to be here that didn't show or that you nailed um, expectation-wise? Honestly, I went into this having absolutely no expectations. I went in knowing that they weren't going to show, you know, console revision, not revisions but you know any console accessories like the psvr um and there's a couple things that i figured just wouldn't be there like some like i figured ubisoft wouldn't do any of that or whatever but um I'll, overall i think i'm pretty satisfied with what they showed off yeah uh i agree and before we get into the meat of it this is a bonus episode uh as always with these i don't edit them I have my puppy in my room with me, so there might be some chaos. It won't be, you know, the, the uh, pristine premium product you usually expect from us. So, so just strap in for that. So, yeah, why don't we, um, why don't we just start off and just say what wasn't there just to, you know, get it out of the way. No Horizon Forbidden West, no God of War, no Final Fantasy. Some of that I expected. I will say Horizon was the only thing I was a little surprised about. Um, I still think that game is this year. I believe them still. The other two, I definitely don't think are this year. <laughs> but I, I've went over that several times before. Um, yeah, you had mentioned that in your prediction episode. But I I am kind of surprised to not that we didn't see Horizon. Um, the other two, Final Fantasy XVI and God of War, I feel like those are still further out like we could probably give them some time on that but horizon seems like it should be showed off at least yeah i mean that game is a that is, that is a major game i think they could just give it its own state of play you know like it's yeah i feel like, like that'll that's a right. that's going to be one of the biggest games of the year so i don't think it's weird um necessarily i expected it so i, I mean i was wrong just flat out wrong in my predictions uh but you know i, I think after mulling it over for a couple minutes here i'm like eh, well i mean i guess it it could get its own thing it's that big uh, we also didn't see ratchet and clank but again i don't think that game really needs it um but yeah so uh let's just get into the show then um they started off with crash bandicoot 4 uh with literally zero no zero new information on it it's just the ps5 version everything we already do I'm like, okay, not it a great way to start, I'll be honest. Has adaptive triggers, I didn't know that. It was in their press release, I specifically looked for that when they announced oh, okay. it. I, was like, I hadn't seen the press release, so this was yeah. good for me. That's, yeah, that's, that's fair, and I bet, you know, most people didn't, so I get why. It was just a little like, okay, we know. I mean, Crash 4 looks great, the footage looked awesome. I'm, you know, The load times are it. great. Yeah, that's a definite improvement. Um, actually pretty excited about the activity cards, because those, and other games at least, that have used them, uh, they will usually, if you click on one, they'll just bring you straight to the thing. So if you're trying to complete a specific task, that's kind of a great, like, fast way to do it. Which oh, for you that don't game, have to travel would be through super the useful. level select. That's great. Yeah, 
So that's that's good. Uh, but you know, other than that, it's just Crash Four. Um, and this next, was a free upgrade, correct? Uh, yes, it is a free upgrade. Cool. Um, n- next we got our desperately needed <laughs> closer look at Returnal. Uh, and I will say, I'm sold. Looks tight. Um, it is, to a little bit of my chagrin, personally, a roguelike. It appears to be so, at least. But I love it visually. Gameplay-wise, to me, it gives off vibes of... It lo- very looks like an arcade game, but as a third-person shooter. Um, so, you know, basically like Resogun, but if it was a behind-the-back uh, frantic third-person shooter with dashing and stuff like that. I don't know. I thought it looked cool. What's your read on this one? Um, I don't know. I don't think I'm as super into it. There's a couple things that just rub me the wrong way. Specifically, like, how they were bringing up that it's got this deep story or whatever. I feel like it didn't really... It's story... They didn't show hardly any of it, That so the story didn't really click with me. And the... um fact that you have to continue in the roguelike to get more of the story has never really panned out in terms of roguelike structures because then it just becomes needlessly punishing and you don't really feel a sense of progression really um i don't know that's just my personal preference with roguelikes but i think the gameplay from what they showed has the potential to be pretty engaging the main issue is like dashing and dodging these big frequent attacks while trying to aim (laughs) always gives me a lot of anxiety especially in a 3d space like in a 2d space i can usually manage um i played like you know hades is like obviously best roguelike ever made but that's not a fair comparison but you know aiming in a 2d plane is definitely easier than a 3d plane so being able to you know precisely aim while avoiding constant attacks seems really stressful um, I don't know. I would have to see more like actual like long gameplay to really understand if I would be into it, but didn't immediately grab me. And that's fair. Uh, I do think my, part of my perspective from playing this is finally playing Control at an acceptable frame rate um, and having that game be a very close behind the back third person shooter. Uh, yeah, that was the vibes I was dodging. getting too. And like playing that at at a steady frame rate on a PS5, not a PS4. Like, that makes that gameplay sing for me, and so I'm like, I'll, I'm down for more games like this. Because, yeah, I agree, like, like that could run you into trouble, but I feel like if it's smooth enough, it'll be fine. Also, from that gameplay, it would appear like projectiles looked kind of slow to me from enemies. I think they were fast-cutting, but I think it's not... I, to me, it, it looks slow, so you can dodge. But, uh, of course, we won't know that for sure until we get that game in our hands. I feel like I need to play Control again to really get a grasp of how I would handle that because I didn't click with Control the first time I played it, but I feel like playing it again, preferably on a PS5, would probably yeah. make me saying, make me uh, give me a different perspective on that. Yeah, I, I, I think it would too. <laughs> like It is like a way better improvement, but whatever. Um <laughs> Next, hilariously, I think we got, man, Knockout City, really uh, doing the rounds, huh? Yeah, this is a way better trailer. <laughs> yes, so much better. Like, I feel like, I feel like 
it, to me it gave the vibe like they were gonna do the same trailer but just put ps5 footage and the response to the last one was so bad that they had to pull back and be like okay 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 no 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 no, no. here's the game um part of me feels like this was meant to be first in a way and then the one we got in the nintendo direct was supposed to be the second trailer like after you kind of already saw it and then it's you know just saying hey here it is but maybe the dates got shuffled around and they just didn't adjust the trailers because this feels more like an introduction and like here's our project please check it out as opposed to here's all these other cool games that you like and this isn't that (laughs) yeah totally um my one concern with this is my concern with all multiplayer games like this that are announced, which is like, hey, buyer beware. These kind of games tend to go up and they'll be dead in a month. So, you know, it's unfair toward the game, but like, I feel like that's just standard with these genres. So, you know, I, um, would... I think another thing that this game does have going for it is that it, they said it has cross play between the versions. It does, which is good. Yeah, so I feel like this is the kind of game that would do well probably like on the switch and then some playstation players as well maybe some pc players um so having that community not be limited to a console that doesn't have a large player base is good because then they can play as for the game itself though i think it looks actually decently fun yeah it looks okay um i think seeing it run at a higher frame rate honestly did help it a lot (laughs) i was like okay i kind of get the feel of this better um, and it's sort of the framey Nintendo Switch footage. I that's because yeah, you've been I, I spoiled. Know. I have interest. Did you know um, Velen is making this, and Velen made Mario Kart Live? Oh well, that's interesting. Something I didn't need to know. <laughs> oh, okay. No fun facts from me then. Um, oh no, Mario Kart Live. Sorry, I got that mixed up with Mario Kart Tour. Mario Kart Tour sucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. No, Mario Kart Live is cool. That's that's interesting actually. And then the other thing about that is it's former Vicarious Visions people. So, you know, just uh, okay. interesting. Um, it was giving me vibes of, like, the sort of weird multiplayer experience that stuff like the both the original Splatoon and um, ARMS did, where they're like, here's this weird, unique idea that's going to be multiplayer. Um, and those games both turned out pretty fun, so this could be interesting. Yeah keep your eyes on it i just be cautious um yeah for sure i think was that game rocket arena that came out like three months ago is already oh, dead i got that it has a very for free, similar like look. a month after it came out yeah like how many people are talking about hell hell um the playstation no destruction all-stars what the fuck that game is that literally just came out on playstation plus who how many people have you seen talking about that that's, that's just why i get concerned about these multiplayer games i'm like well so many of them come and go but you know could be fun. Um, this next one I'm very excited about. Sifu. What an unexpected, dope-ass looking game. <laughs> yeah, so this was a new game by developer Slowclap, and they did Absolver, which was a very like detailed combat sim game with like martial arts and stuff so i have high hopes for this one delivering honestly when it started it looked like it was going to be a raid tied tie-in game 
it did give you those vibes, huh? <laughs> like, it was specifically that hallway scene where I was like, oh, this is like that scene from The Raid. And honestly, I think it looks pretty cool. I love its look, its art style, its sense of flow. Um, I want to see how it plays a little bit more, but uh, hooked me from the start. I'll definitely keep an eye on this one. Yeah, it's definitely intriguing to me as well. Um, looks like it's a single-player game, unlike Absolver. Um, again, going back to that multiplayer thing, that was a multiplayer-only game. So, you know, I'm lots of interest. Um, and to clarify, it's a behind-the-back, like like the same camera as you'd get in like a Devil May Cry or a Bayonetta, but it's a lot more grounded combat. It it looks dope. I'm I'm totally in for this one. That's out this year, apparently. Um, next one, I'm also very excited about. We've seen this game before, yeah. but I feel like this is the first time we got a like a deep look into it, and I I'm sold. Uh, Solar this Ash. This is probably one of my favorite announcements for this entire thing. Yeah, Solar yes. Ash by um, I'm for spacing on the name now. It's the Hyperlight Drifter Dev. Yeah, um, I forget their name, but yeah, they did Hyperlight Drifter. This is a 3D heart action. Machine. Heart Machine, there you go. It's an action-adventure platformer, which I'm very into, but they made a point to very diligently mention that it's very focused on speed. Yes. It and from the gameplay me... they showed, it looks fantastic. Yes, it gave me Sonic Adventure vibes, um, specifically Adventure 2, uh, in terms of gameplay, um, which is very exciting. It looks dope as hell. I'm, I'm way in. I mean, Dustin, you had said before that you had wanted Sonic game to be kind of uh, trying to emulate like Ghost Runner. I feel like this is kind of yeah, this a is, step this in the right like, direction. This is like somewhere in between, which I, yeah, this, this, like, <laughs> they started this off and they were like, it's a 3D platformer focused on movement. <laughs> it's like sold. <laughs> yeah, you got me. <laughs> yep, I'm in. Uh, so yeah, this is, this is very exciting coming out this year. Um, don't be surprised if I finagle this into a full safe station episode because I'm so sorry. Oh, you don't it. have to finagle me that hard to get me to play it. And honestly, probably the biggest surprise for me, the next game that I'm into, because I have not given two shits about this series before this, Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach? Security Breach. This is a Why did this first look so person good? horror game. This looks so good. Yes, it's a first-person yeah. horror game, um, and unlike the other ones, because the other ones, have you played them? No, but I've seen quite a bit of them. Yes, so I've also watched like Let's Plays and stuff, like literally everybody in the world. Um, but they were kind of like, I guess they're not on rails because you're not moving. But you just sat in one spot and played with monitors, which is an interesting concept. They were made in a they were made in a point-and-click engine, so yeah, it's essentially like a stationary point-and-click game, actually. This is like full-on exploratory first-person horror, and it's got like heavy Bioshock vibes. I'm kind of, I'm into this one. I'm I'm definitely got my eye on it for sure. Interesting, yeah. It something about the art style seemed too cartoonish for me to think it was scary. Like, there's obviously some animatronics in there that are not, and that's great. But the main ones that are, like, not threatening at all. Um, and the oh, main appeal... Yeah, I don't think this looks like a scary game. <laughs> like, no, exactly. But also, I don't really find Bioshock scary, so... <laughs> I think so the that's main, not where I was approaching um, it. 
the main concern I have is that if they make this into a straight up, like just defenseless horror game, then it's going to turn into something like those old slender games where they're just like no gameplay whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. There's two ways to do that. Right. Like you've got the, the slender slash outcast stuff, which I, I agree. doesn't really work for me where you're hiding all the time, but I, I feel like it has been done successfully. And if this is more of a, you know, walking simulator than it is a hide and seek style game, that's what I'm looking for. And the trailer kind of implied that it would be more walking simulator than actually running for monsters. So I don't know, but it's definitely like, I'm like interested. Yeah. It's, which is a surprise for five nights at Freddy's because it's kind of dropped off hugely after what the fifth game. So yeah, definitely something to keep my eye on, but I'm not, it's, I'm not sold yet. I'll say that. And I'll be real with this, with this whole series. I, I, you know, this is probably just me being shitty. I've always thought they've looked like garbage, so I, I can't believe I'm like interested in a title from this um, universe. But hey, cool. I, I, I hope it sells me. Uh, this one has sold me. Oddworld Soulstorm. I know you're into this series, so why don't you kick us off with this one? Yeah. So this was a. I feel like this look at wasn't super, like we saw some new footage and some new cutscenes or whatever, but I feel like it was mainly just saying things we already knew, but Oddworld Soulstorm is the, um, we've seen it before many times, but it's the remake, like reimagining of Oddworld Abe's Exodus for the PS1, only just, you know, built up from the ground up and a completely like different take on the story which i think is interesting but yeah i mean it looks like what um oddworld new and tasty was doing which was just a straight up remake of the first game only expanded upon a lot more so rather than just you know using new and tasty's formula or systems it's adding a bunch where your mudokins that you're rescuing can help you solve puzzles or and then you can craft items to solve like combat encounters or um, stealth sections. Uh, the lighting, especially in this trailer, was really impressive. I was liking how the dark areas looked. So all around, still looking great. Very excited to play this. Yeah, it looks it looks fantastic. I've been looking for a way to get into the series. And this probably looks like it'll be my entry point, which I'm very excited about. And I won't have to pay for it because it is coming to PlayStation Plus Day 1, which is exciting. Yeah, that's actually really exciting. I had said in my prediction episode that I think they are going to be trying to like subtly make PlayStation Plus even more valuable to, you know, like not outright say they're competing with Game Pass, but to kind of do it. And I think that this is a step toward that. Um, they're not adding it to the PlayStation Plus collection. It's just, you know, one of your free games for the month. But I think that this is their way of doing it. They um, PlayStation All-Stars, not PlayStation All-Stars, that name is so bad. All-Stars Destruction is was the game this month. Um, Bugsnax was free at launch. Uh, so they they keep giving away these more high-profile new games, which is very exciting if you pay for that service, and I, I think it's smart. Um, and yeah, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one on April 6th is the release date. Uh, next one, which again, I'm very excited about. Kena Bridge of Spirits, 
to get the the sad news, sad but not unexpected, uh, considering they hadn't given a specific day for it. Quietly delayed till August twenty fourth this year, but goddamn, does this look good? This is definitely my uh, favorite game they showed this presentation. Yeah, so I didn't know hardly anything about this game. Um, I just saw like a couple trailers, and to be honest, its art style really does not click with me. It has that very much... It's something with the eyes, man. I don't know. It gives me such heavy Pixar vibes that it turns me off. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't... And that's just a me problem. It's not a... Like, the game visually looks phenomenal i love the way the lighting and the way the sort of glowing aspects give this very distinctive um like points to these character designs and the weapons and whatnot i find all of that great it's something about the characters man it just throws me um but, but the what gameplay if, what if you saw those lights ray traced in those big eyes exactly that's the <laughs> that's the draw isn't it <laughs> Hey, it's got all those neon lights. It's going to look so good in HDR and retrace. Oof. Can't wait. <laughs> but the gameplay itself, I mean, what did you think of that? I think it's very Zelda-esque. Um, and I, I'm all here for it. I, I think I love the use of green uh, that we've seen throughout all the trailers. I think it's, like, gorgeous. It, um, it obviously doesn't look like it's 3D animated, but it looks like a sort of uh, Studio Ghibli, like Princess Mononoke, like it looks like it's taking inspiration from that, and I'm all I'm all here for it. I love the sort of organic mech thing she fights at the end, <laughs> like all that shit. I think is like super cool, and I can't wait to see it in game. Um, yeah, I, I'm very interested in this one. It is a indie developer, an unknown developer, so I'm a bit concerned there. It's, I think it's their first game. Uh, and they do come from an animation background. Maybe some of them come from Pixar. Maybe that's why you're. <laughs> that would make that a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, so I, I I do have a little bit of concern from that perspective, just because like I think it's easy to make something look really fun to play, and then you get hands on it. It's not. But visually, I'm here for it. It's definitely one of my most anticipated games that I'm keeping my eyes on. Um, I think that this Ratchet and Clank and Horizon are the games that I'm looking forward to in terms of just like visual showcases and maybe a return a little bit too actually sort of like like the shiny black surfaces in that game in terms of just like this is like what the ps5 can do with natural environments um it, it uh, yeah i i have a lot of hope for this one yeah it's definitely one i'll um keep like the more i see i'm sure i'll soften to it but um i definitely need to see more of it Oh, that's fair enough. Um, yet, we got the 50th trailer for Deathloop. <laughs> um, oh, yes, I forgot to put that on the list. Yeah, it's Deathloop again. <laughs> it It's just yet another very cool trailer. I still don't know what the fuck this game is. Please tell me. <laughs> so, from what this trailer showed, a little bit of the other, like, Time Loop Hunter... Um, it looked to be like she's going to be kind of like a super enemy <laughs> that will camouflage as a regular enemy. So that way, if you go through the same loops, 
and learn different character movements and enemy patterns, she's there to sort of disrupt that so that you are still on your toes through the whole game. That's what I was getting from the trailer. I still don't know if it's a multiplayer thing. That would be cool. So that's the thing. Watch Dogs has done that kind of multiplayer before where you're just playing single player and somebody will impersonate an NPC in your game and can just like hack you and steal stuff from you. And so like I I hear you say that and I'm like, yeah, but that could still be a multiplayer thing. <laughs> exactly. That's why I still don't know. Um, I mean, I'm still sold on this game. The gameplay looks fantastic. It looks like everything I would want out of an arcane game. <laughs> Basically, it looks like um, just a little bit faster Dishonored, which I'm into. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, I still want to know what that mechanic is, but I'm still sold on its look. So, I... And I keep harping on this because I'm not sold on it. I need to know if this is a multiplayer game or not. Because these kind of games, I take my time in. Like, these kind of stealth games, I will play them for hours. Like, looking at roots and, you know, watching AI patterns. And if I have a multiplayer, somebody harassing me while I'm doing that, I just don't want to do that. That sounds too stressful for me. So I just need them to tell me. <laughs> I feel like if it is going to be that, it's going to have the option to not have that. <laughs> Yeah, but then I need to, like, how integral is that to the experience that they've built, though? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm maybe worrying for too much, but, you know, we'll see on that one. Um, last thing they showed, Final Fantasy VII PS5 slash new, new DLC. Did you catch what that chapter is called? Um... I don't believe it was given a name. The re-release version is known as Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade. Good. Uh, okay. Yeah. It is It is called that. Um, yeah, it looks but, like a new yeah, story DLC, which is cool. I'm super excited for that. Yeah, so it's a... This is just the PS5 re-release um, slash update patch. The update patch is going to be free for PS4 owners, which is great. Um, and then the added chapter will be included with the PS5 physical and digital sales, but will be uh, downloadable content if you upgrade from the PS4 version. Basically, their way of saying, like, the PS5 version's worth $70, so... If you bought the $60 version, here's the extra 10 bucks that you're going to pay for the DLC. Which is totally fine. Activision. Yes. <laughs> Charging me $10 to upgrade Call of Duty. Yeah, um, the DLC looks interesting. I don't know who that character is. It looks a little silly getting the, you know, from the main tone of that story. So I'm a little like, okay, is this going to be like real... Like is is there is this gonna be important? Um, I can't I couldn't really get too much of a read on it. Seems like Cloud um, is missing. I... Yeah. So as someone who's played Final Fantasy VII, now the character the big character reveal that was the girl in the Moogle costume is Yuffie, and she's one of the key party members from the original. But I mean, she's not there. She doesn't show up until like kind of later in the game after you've already left Midgar. So what this seems to be is just sort of a side story with her and 
some other character from the Wutai um, city. And then they're in Midgar for some reason. I'm interested to see where this goes because it's not something we've seen in any of the Final Fantasy VII projects before, to my knowledge. So, looks interesting. Great to see Yuffie, but... Um, yeah, honestly, just more excited to play Final Fantasy VII Remake again. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested in it. Um, and, you know, just a teeny, teeny little spoiler, it seems like this is kind of carrying on from the fact that they are just changing things about the original, um, which is cool. I, I, I'm excited for this. I hope it's good. If it's even remotely up to the quality of the main game, I'm totally going to get it. Uh, and I'm excited for that for that PS5 remake um, or re-release. It, there's, they're adding new features. They were very proud of their load times, <laughs> which is good. Which still boggles my mind, man. I can't, I can't get over the PS5 load times. <laughs> it's pretty nice. Um, photo mode, which I'm excited about. Always great to see. Yep, totally. Uh, I think that's kind of the only substantial stuff they added. There's a bunch of new lighting and stuff, but you expect that from a release like this. I'm sure um, the texture loading is going to be a lot better. <laughs> uh, they better not fix that N64 though door though. It's, that's fucking that stays. Okay, <laughs> it's that iconic stays. now. Um, yeah, I, I expect those background elements and stuff that did not look so hot in the main game to to get a uh, upgrade. Yeah, when they're showing it back to back, I'm like, oh yeah, this game looked phenomenal on PS4, and then they show the PS5 footage, I'm like, wow, they made it better somehow. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't know that was possible. So, on here, this was not part of the state of play, but right afterwards, Square announced two Final Fantasy VII related mobile games. So we figured we'd just tack those on here since it's, you know, related kind of-ish. One yeah, of these so sounds one, yeah. very bland and boring, and one of them sounds pretty cool. <laughs> yes. The first one is, the first one is uh, Final Fantasy VII: The First Soldier, and this one is a mobile battle royale set before the events of the Final Fantasy VII game, where you're a soldier candidate and you just battle the other soldier candidates, and it's just a battle royale, and that's not exciting for me at all. This has such like. Oh shit! What's popular? Uh, 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 battle royales. Okay, okay. Here's a uh, Final Fantasy VII battle royale. Yeah, people want that, right? Right? <laughs> I think it's. I'm sure people will play it. I am not going to be one of those people. Maybe I'll, if it's free, I'll play a couple rounds, but that's about it. Yeah. Did it? I didn't watch the trailer. Did it, does it have similar combat to Seven? I wonder how that would work in a multiplayer. No, context. it looks very. Okay. There's a lot more guns. <laughs> Very much that, looks that just like sense. a Fortnite clone, which, you know, whatever. That makes sense. Okay. Um, the other announcement was Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. And yes. this one is great. <laughs> this looks like what some people want, which is an actual remake of Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> like, like a straight one-to-one -one remake. Yeah. Yeah, not like a new interpretation of it, which is interesting that it's a mobile game. Did I didn't see any word if it was free to play or not. I don't think so. They did say it was episodic. Hmm. So my guess is it's going to be like 
two, three, between like two and five dollars an episode, and then you'll just uh, get. Nah, it's square, man. It'll be twenty bucks a piece. Well, um, it depends on how big the episodes are, whether that's worth it. But they did say that this is going to encapsulate. It's going to be a standard um, RPG, much like the original, and it's going to encapsulate all of the stories from all of the different like collections and they said it has like um like starting with advent children and ending with the oh my final fantasy knowledge is failing me and i can't help you oh no (laughs) i asked the wrong person it's final fantasy 7 shit which so yeah it's all all four final fantasy 7 things yeah um it looks really cool. I'm glad to hear that it's episodic because that does tell me it's probably not free to play. Um, again, strange. It's mobile. I think it would probably be better served on Switch, but I don't know. What do I know? I don't. I don't doubt that it'll. Like I, I bet it'll probably come there. <laughs> yeah, I guess that weird version of Final Fantasy 15 did, right? <laughs> Was that yeah, the called? Pocket Edition. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This thing looks neat. I'm intrigued at the very least. Yeah, I feel like it'll be one of those things that ends up on Switch after it's finished. Um, you know, after all the episodes are out, then they'll just release it on Switch, which I'm into. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, coming 2022, so it's a ways off. All right, yeah, so that was basically PlayStation uh, State of Play plus some. Anything else we missed out on? Oh, you've um, played Oddworld. I didn't know if this was a new feature or not. They were mentioning that you could go through and be a pacifist. Is that a new feature for these games? Um, no. Sorry, okay. I was frantically looking at it. Um, it goes from Final Fantasy VII, Advent Children, Before Crisis, Crisis Core, and Dirge of Cerberus. Those were the ones I was trying to pull. God, those words mean nothing to me. <laughs> As all of those stories wrapped up into an actual final fantasy 7 rpg so there you go is it sorry in the same universe as the remake or is these like a retelling of the original games it looks to be a retelling of the original all of those stories were in um tandem to the original like they were either prequels or um like side stories i believe so this will just combine all of those into the original plot, and then the remake will be free to do what it wants. Okay, interesting, interesting. Because they, because even on the Square Enix Twitter, they said that it was a different opportunity to remake it, so they're not going to do the same thing twice. Okay, interesting. Anyway, Oddworld uh, Pacifist, yeah, that was a thing that you could do I don't I don't think it was a thing you could do with the enemies, but it was definitely like a main goal of the original to save all of the Mudokins and not let any of them die. <laughs> but seeing as this one you could be a pacifist to all of the enemies is actually really interesting. It is interesting. Um I probably won't play it that way cuz it honestly looked really fun to explode those dudes. <laughs> Yeah, I might try and pacifist the sort of natural enemies, like just the creatures, but those fucking skegs or whatever they were, the tentacle mouth 
douchebags that work for rupture farms they can probably get exploded <laughs> i mean it's really cool i love that stuff for like you know multiple playthroughs that's a, that's always a cool feature to add um i guess the last thing to touch on is i was very wrong in my prediction episode <laughs> sorry You're, about that y'all you used up all your magic on the <laughs> nintendo direct look you know sometimes you lose some sometimes you win some where's spyro for you fucks <laughs> where is it? Where are you hiding him? Where, 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 where is he? Where, where's the boy? Where's that very, very good boy? Um, you know, I think we'll talk about this more in a different podcast. But pour one out for Japan Studio. It's apparently slowing down development over at Sony. Um, very sad to see. Lots of cool, creative things came out of there. So bummer. But um, yeah, Tibasobi will still be there. So more Astrobot games, I'm sure. But um, no more Gravity Rush or Ape Escape, <laughs> at least from them. Yep, that's a, a big bummer, and it was announced, like, oh, what, like an hour before the state of play? It wasn't announced, it's been, it's, um, they haven't said anything about it, it's just been leaked from people who are leaving. Oh, gotcha, alright. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, maybe it's not true, I guess, but that seems like a slim chance. Um. <laughs> But yeah, the bummer, and I, I'm I'm sad to hear about that. Um, oof, that's a downer. Um, what are you most excited about? Let's let's try to end positively. What do you? Is there anything out of this that you're like, hell yeah, I want that now? Um, specifically Solar Ash, man, that yeah. that looks so good. <laughs> Solar Ash looks so fantastic. Uh, I'm it gonna looks say so fun. I'm going to say Kina. I'm disappointed it's not this month. Not surprised, um, but I really want to play that. I'm so excited for that thing. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, we will... Let's see. The last thing to go up in the feed was our Shadow of the Hedgehog episode. Please go check that out. It was very fun. Um, it It is censored with the Shadow saying damn, so, you know. Good, good work on that. Um... Oh, I forgot to mention, I'm very excited to be able to feel Dingo Dio suck. Um, as <laughs> you could feel the suck. I'm very, very excited for that. Um, coming up, we'll have another uh, SS report um, where we'll, we'll talk about lots of news because there was, despite us covering a Nintendo Direct and the state of play, there's still so much news. <laughs> like, this week has been wild for video game stuff. It's been it's been pretty fun. So we'll talk about like PSVR two and uh, the closure of Japan Studio and all that stuff there. And as as what we're playing, I'll give you I'll give you a little preview. I finished Assassin's Creed Valhalla at ninety three hours. Oof. Oof. Anyway, yeah, so that'll go up on Saturday, and then the um a week from that will be our next review so stay tuned for that sonic 2006 the banger you were all waiting for (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah stay tuned to the feed um you can follow the show on twitter at safe station pod um which connor so kindly runs i don't feel like we say that enough and connor where can the people follow your personal account um, you can follow me at Conifer SSR. Um, you can watch Dustin and I debate the great Pokemon 
um, you know, just random stuff on there. Where, they, where can they find you? Is it a bait if one of us has facts? Um, yeah. We both have some good facts. I think they're just... Well, I think we've know. reached a truce. I mean, like, just... I, you can scream about alternative facts all you want, but it's, you know... <laughs> Facts facts, no, I'm not you know arguing I mean? with you. I'm just saying they're facts is facts. They're just they're just two top tier Pokemon. I, 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 you know, there's only one top tier. Okay, whatever. Uh, you can follow me at <laughs> Dustin H Dragon on Twitter uh, for some real compelling content. Can't wait uh, to be sharing tweets for my super followers soon. Um, you know, get <laughs> I on board that with was that. A thing. <laughs> Can't wait for that. Um, uh, don't pay for people's tweets. <laughs> Nobody makes tweets that are worth paying for. Gotta be real. There's never been a tweet that I thought would have paid money to see that one. <laughs> um, yeah. There's a lot I wish would pay me money to see them. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we'll talk to you next time. Talk to you. We'll, we'll talk to you in a couple days. Bye. Be good to Bye. each other. Feel the suck. Yes, and take care.